Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you're beginning your day with love in your hearts and ever smiled and shining like the sun so you can inspire someone. Today on the show, I have someone who inspires me. She is the chief fun advisor and catalyst for joy, international speaker, best-selling author, and business advisor, Mary D. In 2018, Mary healed from breast cancer holistically, and she helps those on their own journey to move mountains. She's here to share her painful story and how she transformed her life and turn those pain into purpose. Let's welcome Mary. Thank you for being on the show, Mary. Absolutely. Such a pleasure to be here, Lucy. I've heard you speak and you are absolutely amazing. And I know you're all about turning pain into purpose. So can you tell us about the time in your life when you went through pain? Mm, absolutely. So the, the, my signature story that I like to share with people has to do with about three years ago when I was going through breast cancer, you know, I'm a young breast cancer survivor. I was 40 when I was diagnosed and that journey alone is already a big thing to deal with because you're struggling with the thoughts of, you know, am I dying tomorrow or am I actually going to get to, to see my life play out in a bigger way? And that's, I don't know anyone that wants to, you know, dive into the grave ever so quickly, especially when they feel like they have so much more life ahead of them. So while I was going through breast cancer, I was actually served with a lawsuit two weeks after I got out of surgery. And this lawsuit was big enough that it was unfortunately it was a, a government lawsuit. And if you've ever been in the uh, fun dance with the government, they actually have the ability to tie up your bank account, to tie up your finances and tie up your life in a way that just really straps you financially. So it's hard when, you know, I'm, I had just gone from getting a breast cancer diagnosis, running a six figure and eight figure company, uh, only to get slapped with a lawsuit that basically, you know, tore down all of my finances and gave me one more thing to have to deal with. Uh, amongst all of that, my dog of 14 years also died. So here we're also dealing with, you know, a, a death in the family when death is already feeling over overwhelming during this time in my life. So that was, you know, three years ago, it, it's good to be on the other side of it. But I can tell you that during that time, one of the biggest things that came out of it was, I was laying there one day in the grass, and I literally was asking God, you know, why me? And why me, not in a pity party way, but why me? Because I know there's something bigger in this. I'm just having a hard time seeing it. And because of that, I definitely feel like, you know, I was I'm negotiating with God, right? I'm like, God, this is a good time that if I'm done doing what I need to do here, that you just take me now because this all, it feels so hard. It all feels hard. It feels difficult. I don't feel like I you know, I'm, I feel like I'm regretting what I've done in my life. Like it's making me question who I really am. But when I came through that conversation, Lucy, what I really realized was that this all, all the things, all the trials we go through, all of the mountains we have to climb 
it's in the sharing and it's in the ability to work and talk to others through these phenomenal, crazy things that we go through in life that help create these shared experiences. And it lets people know that they're not alone because anxiety and despair and fear, they're all real feelings and we give them less power. I feel like when we're able to share with others that we have our moments where we feel the same way and that there is life on the other side of those things, especially when we can observe the situation that we just went through and say, what really went on here? And what can I learn about myself? What can I learn about the situation? What lessons are tied up? What silver linings is, exist in these cloudy days? And for me, that was so much of it. It was so much of it because I, I wanted to hide behind this journey that I went through. You know, I almost didn't share that I was going through breast cancer, but the moment that I did, it brought me so much freedom emotionally. It really released that burden from me having to carry it by myself. And I often say, how many things are the rest of us carrying? And it may not be breast cancer, but whatever shame or guilt or you know, X, Y, Z, name the thing, what are we carrying that we feel we can't share because we're wearing this mask of, I have to be strong enough to get through this by myself, or even saying, this is something I have to do on my own. When truly we're all built for connection and there's a reason that we're made in a community, you know, it's, there's a reason there's community pressure to do a thing. And it's always been that way. Even when, you know, when it was just Adam and Eve, they were their own community. So they still had to deal with their own, their own pressure. And this is where you can look and say, Hmm, where does community come into play with this? And where does us just being our authentic selves, being able to show up and be who we are, but also look into the universe and say, wow, what is the bigger thing that's here for me? What am I supposed to share? What am I supposed to do? What is that domino that I'm supposed to hit every day that's going to create that ripple effect in the universe in a beautiful way? And all these wonderful, crazy, beautiful things came out of my very painful experience. Uh, and that's actually how I was able to find a renewed sense of purpose. It was in understanding that all these things happen for a reason and I can find what they are by sharing them with other people and letting people know they're not alone and letting people know that there's hope, there's hope. And sometimes our purpose is really wrapped up in helping share what we've been through to encourage someone else. What were the best resources that helped you along the way to be strong? Mm, great question. The best resources I can say were number one, my faith. So a unwavering faith in the fact that I knew that God had a bigger purpose for me. That was definitely one of them. A uh, second resource would be my friends and my family. So surrounding yourself with people who are non-toxic, who are encouraging, who are supporting you and cheering you on. Um, in the business world, we would say that you can get that through coaches. You can get that through mastermind communities. Uh, you can get that with your closest friends and reading great books. You know, um, the other thing I did was self-care. I was really mindful about my nutrition. I was mindful about stretching and sunshine and just getting out in nature. 
super, super mindful around what I was reading and what I was watching, because all of those things have an effect on us. And so this was a time in my life where I knew I needed to flood my mind and my system with positive, wonderful things, things that would bring healing to my cells uh, and not stress or anxiety. And that was definitely something I had to manage because again, I wasn't just going through breast cancer. I was also going through a very heavy lawsuit. And so those, I would say those are some of the most important resources. And then as time went on, uh, I would say that the battle in the mind is probably the biggest battle. And so really that self-talk that we have with ourselves, understanding our own self-esteem, our own self-worth. One of the things I mentioned before was that I was looking back and saying, oh, was my life a waste? Because I just had this, you know, I'm supposed to be this business expert and I just had this giant lawsuit slapped on me. Where, where did I go wrong? But then I took perspective and I said, I've been doing this for 20 years and I have lots of success outside of this one business. So why would I let this one business weigh so heavily on me on a few things that I look at and go, hmm, okay, minor tweak here, minor tweak there. This is fixable. These all become just lessons. And I was able to take that lesson and instead of using it as, you know, a a tool that can hurt me, I put it in my toolbox and said, how can this help others? And that's a great way to look at it with adversity, with the things that we go through in our life. Someone actually needs to hear our story. They need to know they're not alone. And that in turn helps give people hope so that they can move forward in really powerful ways. What is your best tip for someone who need to turn their pain into purpose? Mm. Such a good question. For people who want to transform their pain into purpose, one of my best tips is for them to create habits that support their goals. And I know that sounds super general, but I'm going to go deep with you and give you a really specific example. So one of the things that really pulled me out of my darkest days, there were having a wind up routine and a wake up routine. So the wake up routine is where you wake up with intention, you get started in your day in a beautiful way that is yours. So that first part of my morning is always mine. Sometimes it lasts an hour. Sometimes some days it's a little tight. Maybe the alarm clock didn't go off and I only have 10 minutes. It doesn't matter. That wake up routine for me is the same. I wake up to music that just fills the room and makes my cells dance. I say a prayer into the day and bless it. And I speak an intention. I go through my morning routine with my tea and my little tonics. And then I rock right into my day. And that's how I wake up. And then whatever happens in the middle happens in the middle. But by the time the evening comes, I'm going to also have a wind down routine. And that wind down routine is really important because it's how I reflect on the day. It's how I speak gratitudes into everything I learned in the day. I may do some journaling and then I put a lid on the day, meaning I close the day out so that it doesn't go to bed with me uh, because sometimes this is often people struggle with sleep. They struggle with some anxiety. They struggle with the racing thoughts in their mind. And this is a beautiful way to create that calmness and to create a way for you to go ahead and review the day work through the craziness of things that didn't go through or a deal that didn't happen at X, Y, Z, why the kids were being crazy, but then put a lid on it. 
And then once it's done, now you also spend, whether it's an hour, 10 minutes, whatever, whatever works for you, having that intentional wind down where you go through your gratitudes, where you spend some time in a good book or something that's positive and refreshing for your mind. There's great books of like short inspirational poetry, maybe it's comedy, it, maybe it's music. For everyone, you got to find your groove for that end of the day. Mine's a shower, um, sometimes a bath, and then closing it out with gratitudes. I'm literally falling asleep at night saying gratitudes in my mind. And it's because I want to go to bed with these positive, reaffirming self-talk and belief system that is going to have a positive impact on my system versus the craziness of the day, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's what I would say. I'd say it's that wake up routine and the wind down routine. There were great habits to embrace and they will help you always create a day of intention and purpose. What do you want to say to those still searching for their true purpose? Mm, I would say, remember that you don't have to be perfect because number one, no one is looking for that perfect person because they're unrelatable. So stop comparing yourself to everyone out there. If I wake up every day and I compare myself to Oprah, I'm going to feel a little defeated because she seems larger than life because that's her, her impact and purpose she's living. And that's where she's filling the need where she's been called in her life. For me, my calling is going to be different. It's going to be different if you're a mom, because part of your purpose is going to be in the influence you have on your children and what you're doing to be the best mom you can be. If I'm not a mother, then that's not going to be the same thing for me. Like we're not on the same page because our purpose is different. And understanding too, that purpose is not one thing. It's not necessarily just one thing we have to do in life. Sometimes our purpose is in the small things. It's in being part of the volunteer group that helps feed the homeless on Thanksgiving, or it's being a good neighbor because your neighbor needs a cup of sugar. You know, uh, I think people get wild about purpose. Sometimes they think it has to be some big rock, you know, they built a rocket ship. But that's not always the case. And our purpose will adjust over time and it'll adjust in different areas of our life. We just have to be open to answering the call and identifying what those things are so that we can really lean in and start to say, wow, where can I feel purposeful and intentional in these areas of my life? And by creating habits around them, that's where they show up. Kind of like motivation, Lucy, people want to, if you sit on your couch every day, waiting to get motivated, you're probably going to sit on that couch a long time versus someone who says, you know what, I am going to get up off this couch and I'm going to do the things that I need to do in life. And then I'm going to feel motivated because I'm seeing action in motion and I'm seeing things happen. And that is where I would say that it's the same thing with purpose. You've got to lean into it and just go for it. Thank you for your wisdom. I love that. We all love Oprah, but yes, Oprah's job is taken. Be you. <laughs> That's right. So what's your favorite quote that you go by? Ooh, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. My favorite one, Lucy. I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you for all your wisdom. And how can our listeners connect with you? They can do that by going to my website at www.maryd.com. That's my, just my name spelled out, M-A-R-Y-D-E-E.com. 
And I've got great resources for them there. And for anyone that wants to join our five-day purpose challenge, they can check that out and uh, grab that for free. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show, Lucy. Appreciate you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 